Daily Mail. Then. Council, I apologize. I didn't realize how late it was. My bad. <laughs> no, I... I need to add stuff. Breathing is bad, okay? Don't you just hear that guy from South Park, okay? Isn't he the guidance counselor? The school counselor? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Damn it, what's his name? I need you. Chris, how are we doing on the old ads, everybody? Okay. 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 I wish we wouldn't have references to such shitty shows like, you know, Beetle Bailey, South Park, all of this stuff that's Whoa. really great if you're a sophomore okay, children, in high school. Let's take our seats. God, I mean, one Special reference to Sergeant Snorkel. The whole milieu. That is not appropriate behavior. Kill that. Kill that. Who in your world, when I'm talking about my big, giant, fat <laughs> pumpkin heads and my cheeks that are, you know, it's hard to get through a doorway with these cheeks. Who should I reference? That's not Sergeant Snorkel. Because when you close your eyes and you think of Sergeant Snorkel, you think big head, huge cheeks. Jonathan Winters. <laughs> See, that's who knows that people your age. Can I have my ads? Joe, you're gonna have <laughs> we're precision. Not, we're not gonna fight. Dang it, I was cities. hoping we would fight. I have a really weird question. Frat and Grunhoff. Really, John? I'm looking right Frat now. Precision. Oh, he's the Grunhoff. okay. Yeah, I know. He is. I didn't know that was his name. Joe, correct. No, I didn't know that was his name. I know who he is, obviously. Took all the wind out of my argument. I'm sorry. Can I, I get a maple grove in a sea foam? Um, leaf blowers where California, Seattle, where was Washington it? State? Washington State, thank you. Drugs are bad, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> don't fall into this. Jail, you're gonna go to jail. That's oh, wow, take me to jail. jail. Take me to jail. You're that's going to the crowbar hotel. Hey, that's a dated record. Three hots and a cot. <laughs> but you're right. That's dated. You're right. If that Don't shit do it. If that shit is more than five minutes old. That's right. I'm just making all I'm gonna make from now on is music references. John, I think I might like 30 seconds to Mars. I just heard another song that I remember I like. Uh, okay, sure. 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 Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. <laughs> they are a little precious. Okay. <laughs> They're a guitar player uh, designed a lovely guitar, which I have a copy of the pink really? one I brought to the fair. Yeah, the odd shaped one. Really? Yeah. Oh, but wait, but his version costs, you know, four grand. Right. Costs, I'm sure. Mine costs 600. <laughs> I forgot what you said. Is Dylan, is Dylan a fan of those guys? Uh, not really. No. Oh. They're sure. uh they have the actor too in the band. Uh, oh, oh really? Yeah. Um, it's his band. Yeah. There's, oops, Jared Leto. Thank you, Jared Leto. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Fratelloni's hardware hey. garden stores. Patrick needs to do twelve forty. You're gonna have to just direct me and remind me of that. I can do that. What did you say to me, Maple Grove? Yes. 
All right. And what? sea foam. <laughs> what, what are you doing? All right. With your filing. Kenny, you sound like you wanted to fight there. What did you say to me? I didn't mean it. I know you didn't, but I know. I'm just sitting here confused. Um, I'm going to need you to do me a favor, please. If you could do it today, that'd be helpful. Zero Res has ads running the entire week, including they have one scheduled on Christmas Day. Um, ask whoever's, I don't know who the rep is, but ask them what they would like to do because the only live shows we're going to have that week are Thursday and Friday. Oh, that's right. If they want to pre-record something and run it, that's fine. I just, I just need to know what to do. Chris, Reavers, did, uh, go ahead, John. I apologize. I, I, I'll ask Chris after it's something I probably shouldn't have on the council. Did you, that's my my question too. Did you mention that YouTube thing before or after we were on with the council? Before. Okay. That's what I want to talk about too. Okay. What are you talking about? So we're going to give the council the boot right away after the show. What does he want to talk about? Maybe you should stick around too, because I got some things I need to get off my chest about you. <laughs> yeah, well, good luck to you. <laughs> He's writing again today. All of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, I got to, I got to write today. What you write about? Us? I don't want to talk about. It. Okay. Oh, oh, you didn't finish, oh, did you? That's yeah. done. You sat there and stared at the wall. Nope. And you got distracted that. by the squirrel thing. No. Yeah, the spinning thing you bought off I'm Twitter. I'm trying to train a crow. There's a crow <laughs> that sits across the street at the top of the tallest tree every morning. Yeah. And I begun a I've begun communication with him. <laughs> and I held up a raspberry today. Yeah. And I leave that on the railing and I say, "Come on, you can have this. You come on, come on down." And then I go in the house cuz he won't come if I'm there yet. But once he's trained, you should talk to Don McLean's mom because she has yeah. she has a relationship with some crows. I want a relationship, and then they begin to bring you shiny things. Yes, and it's you- very important that the crows are on your side. Never do anything, never wrong a crow. Not only that, ever they remember if you did, and they pass it down and it to their their kids. Yes. Yes. Wow. So you're forever marked. And I am marked because I started off badly with crows. Oh, so you're ago. trying to you're trying to, trying to amend. Amends. Yeah. When we were wrong, promptly admit it. Yeah. <laughs> um instead of the raspberry, do you have anything like bloody, like a dead squirrel or Ooh. Something I like produced, that. Uh, there's a there was a big dead rabbit in the yard. I could have used that. <gasps> oh yes. But my God, they can see that. They don't need me to see that. But I mean, if it's in that tree and it's looking at you, every and you come out the door, well, hanging got, that, pal. you're yeah. holding it like your Jethro uh, Clampet, and you lay it down. You present it to them like this, Joe. This is your <laughs> rabbit. Look at this. Look at this. Rabbit. We're going to have to start. We're going to delay the start here just a bit. Oh. What I like to do is I have a crow call. And so, so oh, what do you got? <laughs> show, the, show the camera, not the microphone. Oh. Yeah. I want you to take a picture of it. Don't film me. What'd you put, what'd you put out there? <laughs> Why? Well, I'm training a crow. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come on down. Come on. Chris. Oh, uh-huh. yes. no, this isn't going up. Uh-huh. No, it has to. No, because it's too much of my house is seen. 
No. Oh, you can't can't see that. Yes, it's too much in my house. What do you guys think? There's um, the berry. That, you, you cannot decipher that distinct house. Yeah, Chris, can. what you were talking about before, that. Yep. That right there. Yep. Yeah. What and the problem a, is, uh, we've got this, we've got the, what do they call it? Um, content. It's just he won't let us use it. Right. What kind of a book deal do you think she's got locked up for her new uh, <laughs> Your Joe, your funeral is going to be so fun. I mean, she's got to be sitting on something big. Is it, you think it's just a book deal, or do you think it's a book slash there won't film. series? It might be a film. Yeah. Such there won't be a dry ice uh, eye in the church, and we'll, it'll all be from laughing. Right. I'll be laughing so hard that I'm crying. Good. Uh, Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Jesus Store. Dumbass, didn't even know that National League had a DH. <laughs> um, God, I, uh, I'm actually on Team Suchere on that one, too. I was quite surprised. Patrick loves nothing more than when Joe looks like a dumbass. Right. It's, the only reason like, it's the only reason I thought the National League was cool, and now you're telling me they're not cool. I'm thinking, why did they sign Otani? They can't even use it. What the hell? Oh, it makes no sense, Joe. Nothing brings Patrick more joy. <laughs> Frataloni's Hardware yeah. and Garden Stores. Rolling. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1210, December 15th, 2023. We had a record high of 58 degrees just two years ago on this day, okay. 2021. And it was 21 below on this day in 1901. Hail the flashlight, King. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight, King, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Even though they represent a completely failed academy, I'd like to give a shout-out to Johnny Towers' Tommy basketball team, which scared the living hell out of number seven-ranked Marquette last night. We're going to go Tommy's. Real Tommy. They would have really shown me something had, you know, going for the winning play implemented the double pump layup. (laughs) Tower was on the uh, Cretan team when a kid I used to have was the state's tallest manager. Yes. Was that 90? They went to the 91, 92? Uh, yeah, they went to the tournament, didn't they? A yeah. couple of years in a row. Yeah. And uh, boy, the uh, Tommies really worked hard. Really that worked hard. That was fun to watch. I watched that, a little bit. That was that fun. Was, uh, that was amazing. I have a couple of notes that are important because we cannot let go of the failed academy, nor should we. And then I have a great example of what I mean by the war we're fighting. It's not necessarily a war of guns and grenades. It's it's an ideological war that must be won or we won't have a country. I'll get to that in a moment. Okay. Right, we'll hold tight. Uh, Paul writes from Dallas. The other day you introduced the theory, nay, reality of the oppressed versus oppressors. The following day you covered the largest question I had. What is the end game for the white virtue signalers? I picture them waking up every morning, looking into the mirror with disgust and guilt. If you think about it, they have two choices. They can either become an activist to satisfy their appetite for virtue, or as Kenny suggested, they can join the oppressed by identifying as someone in the alphabet. 
You also made a comment during the discussion that I need to thank you for, as it gave me some hope for my personal situation. My daughter is a freshman at the University of Oklahoma, which right now is more consumed with football than a woke agenda, but I do see pockets. As an aside to the main topic, you sent a message to the youth. You said young people better have an idea what you want to do when you enter one of these places or you're going to be indoctrinated into the failed academy. I could not agree more, and thank you for putting my heart at ease. My daughter is studying to live out her lifelong dream of becoming a commercial pilot. She is well on her way and is already in the air. There are many proud moments in my life as a parent, but when you drive out uh, a municipal airport, walk out onto the tarmac and watch your daughter land with no one else in the plane for the first time, that pride soars through you and makes your heart full. I appreciate you and your crew very much and look forward to a long spring. It starts in just seven days, which happens to be my wedding anniversary. Merry Christmas, Paul Petruszewski, Royal Order of the 21sters, Dallas Chapter. And let me emphasize that he's entirely correct. For us members of the 21sters, spring starts in seven days. You normal people still have a... A winter to look. You got a way to, to go. Yeah, ways okay. to go. And the second note on the field academy, uh, with with uh, a request to please don't use my name. I'm a mole hiding in the failed academy. Hmm. All right. You almost got it, Joe. You were so close. Maybe the altitude of the vacation flight was still impacting you. I'm catching up on podcasts, so a little behind. On Monday, December 11, you were discussing the college president's inabilities to call out hate speech. You rightly identified zero context when it was used as their defense. Context is everything to these people and to the mystery. The reason context has to be utilized by these failed academy leaders is that it's required so they can apply the rules based on race or identity rather than right or wrong. Mm. Let's break it down with an example. A white American Christian student states something like, black people are free to find success in this country. They're free. This student gets put on probation must make a public apology for their lack of recognition of and sensitivity to black people's generational trauma and must attend hours of trainings to stay at the university. Now enter a Palestinian student who was born in the USA and has been taught to hate this country. Remember now, this is a historically marginalized person attending an institution established by those they hate. The Palestinian student states, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is known as a genocidal statement. This student is defended and supported by the university's leadership. The failed academy must punish the white student because of their privileged status. They cannot punish the historically marginalized students because of their identity statuses. What the two students said does not matter. It's only their identity, positionality, that determines if they are to be punished or supported. It's an extension of identity politics you've accurately identified. It's now a failed academy systemic standard. I've seen dozens of situations like this over the last decade. Please stay on the air. I need you all to make it through the week. Hmm. 
So I'm taking it, I'm taking, uh, I'm understanding that he might have a role somewhere in the failed academy that has allowed him to literally experience this firsthand. And he happens to be a survivor. He's a GLer and he's seeing this. He's just seeing us now. Hang in there. Yeah. What is the war we're talking about? Anyone want to weigh in before I identify it further? Well, to me, it's the war on our way of life, our American dream, and most importantly, our future. Exactly. You think it's it's still a war that's going on. I'm concerned that we've lost already. Here's an example of what... Literally, I'm sorry I've used the word literally twice. Here's an example of what rational people should be fighting. It's a story out of Barrie, Ontario. And and make no mistake, the mystery is international in scope and certainly in Canadian in scope. Girls age 8 to 16 were terrified to learn that a man was share. They were sharing a locker room with a 50 year old transgender swimmer at a Canadian swimming meet earlier this month, according to the Toronto sun. And I'm sorry, the printer failed me. Thought we fixed. We have no idea why this is allowed. A parent told the Toronto sun, uh, the girls are training and hoping for scholarships. And then they, uh, this fellow enters the locker room and changes with them and is allowed to compete. That can't be allowed. That guy should be arrested in the world. I grew up in he's arrested, right there. This isn't sane. This isn't civilization. This is anarchy. It's not progress. It's nothing. This is criminal behavior. In a world that has guardrails, this is criminal behavior. What the Mysterians are doing is eliminating the guardrails. They're taking it down so anything goes, and they're destroying Western society. This creep should be put in jail. It's no longer— Cut and dry. You can't pretend to discuss this with them. You can't pretend to understand a sensitivity that only they can imagine. B as in B, S as in S, this ass bleep goes to jail. (laughs) He goes to jail. There's no other way to look at it. Yeah. He's wrong. He does not represent a civilized society. And it's not civilization. Mm-hmm. No one, it's the kids swimming are not comfortable. Uh, and this. Well, in fact, both the, the kids and the parents have been extremely outspoken and have been shouted down repeatedly, correct? Yeah. I've seen a number of videos that suggest that. Toronto, uh, the Toronto Sun grilled swimming Canada. The, the sports overseer and the event organizers said they acted appropriately and the event was intended as an open competition. No, no, you're wrong. These are great bleep you moments. Right. You're wrong. Get out of here. Get out. It's over. You can't have this. There's get, we have to reach a point where this doesn't get discussed. It's not a possibility that this 50-year-old creep is swimming with 8-year-old girls and changing and with imagine them. imagine being someone that Somebody's got to punch this guy in the face. Right. 
No, I see. Now that's that's, that's violence. Gonna, you're inciting. Why I'm inciting violence? What's the motivation for this transgender swimmer to do this? It, it can't just be to win a medal no. or win a, a trophy. It, it's it's dark. She's she's making a statement, right? I think it's more dark than that, though. Ken. Our outrage. Well, what what do you mean by well, that? Why else would a 50 year old man have an interest in this other than? Oh, dark? you're thinking it's sexual. Well, it has to be right. Well, otherwise, what? What could possibly explain this? Well, listen to this. This is where this is where the war gets lost with this this body called Swimming Canada. Maybe their version of the AAU or something. It's Swimming Canada. Well, they believe swimming is for everyone. People of all shapes, sizes, genders, beliefs, and backgrounds should have the opportunity to swim at the best of their ability. No, that's got to end. You're wrong. That's wrong. Swimming Canada is the Canadian national governing body for competitive swimming in the country. Well, it was established them. They're wrong. <laughs> this has to end. It was established in 1909 as the Canadian Amateur Swimming Association. So this Melody Wiseheart, the swimmer. I don't even know what this creep's name is. I just said it. Melody Wiseheart. Oh. Uh, a university professor focusing on children behavioral science. Jesus H. Christ. So trying to prove a point there um, yeah. and raise outrage and, I don't know, make people mad, fight, angry, protest. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. The and I am. And my answer to him is you're gone. You don't get to do this. It's over for you. Well, they're trying to trigger people like us. And obviously... God, I hate that word, too. Can we just ban trigger? Uh, obviously, she succeeded, or he, or whatever. Whatever the hell is happening here. But to what point? How are these kids going to learn anything when they're scared to go into the locker room and change? Because they're little kids. They're teenagers, 16 to 18. Is that what I saw? 16 no, and older. No. Eight and to he's 16. Eight, eight, eight to 16. 16. Eight She's to 16. 50. 50. It's not a she. It's a he pretending with curly hair to be a gal. Go you sleep yourself, pal. You're out of here. Mm -hmm. So my question for the uh, the Canadian Swim League, Swimming Canada, Swim Ontario, if I walked in there looking like I do right now. Calling yourself Mabel. And I, and I said, <laughs> I'm Kendra. And I identify as a woman, but I haven't taken one of the steps. What would they do? I mean, well, and, and by the steps, I mean, you know, the bosoms, the uh, injections, the God, whatever you have to do. I don't even want that cartoon bubble. I see. Well, well, what would they do? What, Joe, what, Joe, what would, what would they, they, do? they do? Apparently, based on this, Kenny, Swimming, swimming Canada would say, welcome. So I'm walking around a locker room with little kids with Mr. Melancholy swinging back and forth. Yep. What the hell? Well, that's why <laughs> like I Chris say like, is, yeah, jail. Here's jail. the war. Here's jail. the war that we're fighting. We're fighting for civilization. You're fighting for an honest, ethical, moral society that has rules and guardrails. You're fighting for an eight-year-old girl to not have to be indoctrinated to this utter nonsense. Mm. Let her discover the male situation when she's much older. This has this is insidious, it's foul, it's evil, it's corrupt, it's devastating, it's over. 
swimming Canada should be ashamed of themselves. They should be marched. Well, of course, I wouldn't march anybody before the Canadian Parliament because they're as screwed up as anything. Oh, they're as screwed country. up as a yeah. Minnesota legislature. This is wrong. There is nothing right about this. This is the war for chaos and anarchy. Anything Woo. goes. That's and, the war we're fighting. And the same swimming issue has happened right here in the United States, Absolutely. Seattle, Virginia. It, you know, it's a, it's around the world. And, and, and remember the note we received from a U of M student who said, could you plug our event? We're bringing Riley, Riley Gaines, Gaines to yep. campus. Yep. And there was some trepidation about that. They, they, they feared uh, some pushback or protest. I don't think any of that happened. I don't either. Yeah, uh, I didn't see But any. Riley Gaines, with great justification, is is helping us. She's, she's a warrior. She's saying, this mm. is ridiculous. Why am I losing to this guy? And by the way, she almost beat him. <laughs> Remember, they tied, well, and they decided, the NCAA decided that he, Leah, was the one that should receive the gold medal. Well, for, then for the NCAA purpose. has got to be dismantled. Yep. Swimming Canada has got to be dismantled. All you groups who buy this BS should be ashamed of yourselves. You're contributing to the end of life as we know it in this country. <sighs> Only one way to assuage your pain. Swage. Assuage. Whatever Assuage. the word is. Go to Hoppers and load up for the weekend. Okay. Assuage your way to Grunhoffers. Well, well, look at this football weekend. You got three NFL games tomorrow. You got NFL games all Sunday. You got the Timberwolves who have yet to lose two games in a row this year. Isn't that an interesting stat? It really is. Mm -hmm. Hoppers old-fashioned meets. They have everything for your next over. festive occasion, including Christmas. <laughs> Call them and order your double-smoked skinless bone-in hams. Get on the list. Don't don't miss out on this wonderful ham. Order yours today by calling 651-426-2800. That puts you in touch with Grunhoffers, just a bit north of Hugo. There's also a Grunhoffers in Forest Lake. I'll get to that in a moment. And construction is continuing on the new Grunhoffers is, that is going to open in the White Bear Lake area soon. Because mm -hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. Yes. Uh, and in fact, they're looking for ideas for a new brat that would celebrate the soon-to-be-opened White Bear Lake Grunhofer's location. Mm. It's steak, chops, chicken, cheese, desserts, salads, meat, the meat emporium of the world. It's all waiting for you at Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, just, a, just north of Hugo on Highway 61. And in Forest Lake, just immediately east of 35 on Highway 97. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. Brooke, that got me. That, that got me. That was That's crazy. That was straight sidekick at a camp. Well, I didn't. It's nutty. I didn't catch he it. He said something about the wolves. <laughs> like, for yeah. sure. Oh, God. For sure. Yeah, hey. Joe. Number one. <laughs> now, Kenny, let's jump to the leaf blowers. It's the same thing. That's a bleep you moment. No. No, I, I need the leaf blower. You're not going to put me in jail for using it. Everybody? Everybody on board? What? Yeah. The <laughs> war we're fighting? Just give me a sec here. Well, parts parts of it, may, may I ask a, may I ask a uh, broadcasting question? Why not? 
when you were going on your tirade, why did you decide to bleep the other word instead of ass? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, was, point, I didn't want to ask that during the show. That Why did he bleep the word hole instead I've of ass? I've always been an ass bleep guy. You're such an ass You have. Okay. Oh, bleep when guy. you... Oh, oh. He said what Your reference was bleep. hole. See, I thought it was a, like the F word. No, no. Ass. No. You know, that's why I thought you said bleep. So yeah. it'd be, be kind of like saying you're a bleep effer. <laughs> yeah. Using the word. Um, you're a... <laughs> Bleep effer, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> why so it kind of threw me through a bleep effer. Well, you were a little worked up. That's why I gave you the, you know, I said, well, I'll ask him when we go out and take a break. Why'd you bleep Well, it, this word? is pathetic. I have eight-year-old girls under my purview. They're not swimming with this fruitcake. Well, that's just, th- this guy's running the risk of running into one dad that's going to say, uh, no. Hang I, on, he I'm going to break your immediately. Yeah. Hang on there, wet Willie. That's a good band. Maybe, maybe a different phrase would good be band better. in the seventies. Wet Willie, yeah, See? from Georgia. Are they? Yeah, keep on smiling. Are we? No good bands from Georgia. No, give me Jesus. Charlie Dawson. Dawson. Yeah, yeah. The Allman Brothers sucked. You stupid bastards. Got one on the line, don't I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me again, didn't you? Yes, I did. Damn. It was really easy, John. That was too easy. Damn. It goes right to the Allman Brothers. Like well, all right, Chris. I'm Wait, a, a, where's REM from? Aren't they from Georgia? They're from gone. Athens. Yeah, I should have gone to them because they do Greece? suck. 40 Watt Club. Black Crows. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good Georgia bands. A lot of good uh, I, Georgia I see, I see satellites. You, I see what you did there, Joey. Yeah. 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 The Florida right Georgia in, line. Jumped right in. Oh, geez, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm come through there. here and beat you to death. Uh, <laughs> she wished on that was. All right, here we go. But, Kenny's ready. Is little, Kenny got aggressive? Sure Kenny. Here we go. It was for a Friday. I apologize yes. if you are yes. offended. It's the end that of was. the world as we know it, <laughs> and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. The best Christmas gift I ever got my mom was, uh, well, it was back in the 70s. I made my dad bring me down to the hardware store to buy a mom a Christmas gift. I think I ended up buying her a roll of masking tape. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> nothing's really changed in my world today after the program. I'm going to go to town uh, to the local NAC and buy my wrenching nephews a present. Uh, they each get a can of seafoam motor treatment, a can of top engine cleaner, and a can of seafoam deep creep. Uh, that's a pretty good gift. The seafoam motor treatment, that'll help engines run better and last longer, safe and easy to use and all sorts of engines the top engine cleaner that's a carb cleaner it's going to clean everything you need cleaned in the shop and of course the deep creep that's a must-have basically for everybody every shop garage kitchen basement every vehicle in the land and they make great christmas gifts and i'm not even joking you'll find them in a chemical aisle stores everywhere around this great nation they're wonderful products in our world of rusty parts and gummy carbs and ill-running engines. We're talking seafoam. You know, my fear is, are there enough backbones to stop this? Like Rookie said, looking for the father to stop this. What You mean to tell me that nobody at Swimming Canada had the nerve or the spine to stand up to this? Well, the moms and dads did. They tried, but and they even went, did you read the part where they went in the locker room and uh, they all divide. held up towels yeah. and made a divide for their kiddos? That, that, that shouldn't have to, where, where, where is the, and this is a powerful movement. Look how urgently the trans people are advocating for even young children 
to uh, transform their genders. That's got to stop. That's not civilized. And it's the fear of what? It's the fear of getting canceled. That's the only hurdle. I agree completely. How can you cancel somebody's mom? For arguing about it. Well, there's just, a, unfortunately, Joel, Bleep the, re- the reason that this kind of stuff is that, that they're getting away with it is too many people are doing that. They're saying, well, I don't want to get involved. Get involved. I agree. Now, let's turn our attention. The people that get canceled are the people with a public dais like us. We could get canceled. Normal no, everyday. Can't. I won't allow it. Well, that's my point. Normal everyday people who have nothing to lose cannot be canceled because they're just going to give everybody that's bitching and screaming the big f you. Yeah. And those are the people we need to get behind and rally with. Right. You're right. Sorry to interrupt. Well, let's turn to the state of Washington. Uh, I, I would say this this falls under the rubric of cultural cultural war. It's by uh, uh, it's by Jason Rance. Apparently, he's on KTTH out there. Okay. The Democrat war on gasoline continues. Now, Democrats in the state of Washington are proposing to jail Washington Washingtonians for using gas-powered landscaping tools like leaf blowers. No, no, no. Refused. State Representative Amy Wayland, Democrat Kirkland, pre-filed legislation to make sweeping additions to the Washington State Clean Air Act. House Bill 1868 bans gasoline-powered and diesel-powered landscaping and other outdoor power equipment for contributing to climate change. Bleep you! The bill lists a number of unintended health consequences tied to the tools, as well as including the claim they cause asthma. The bill gets to the ban by empowering the Department of Ecology Hmm. to adopt rules to prohibit engine exhaust and evaporative emissions from new outdoor power equipment by either Jan 1, 2026 or sooner. If the state determines it's feasible to do so earlier, Washingtonians are expected to upgrade their equipment to zero-emission alternatives. Government work, however, is partly exempt. Okay. Of course. To make the transition more palatable, the zero-emission alternatives would not be subject to a sales tax, but it would be uh, prohibitively expensive for many small businesses. I was just going to mention in September, uh, Seattle passed a resolution saying they are um, they will be phasing out all gas blowers within city departments and contractors. You know, Jordy notes they want the felons out of prison so they can put the leaf blower users in. <clears throat> Got to make room. Now, what about the- this law could mean three hundred and sixty-five days in jail. Hmm. A year in jail. Mary Morreality doesn't that's, put murderers in jail for a year. That's the sentencing guidelines? This is the war you're fighting, people. Whether you choose to or not, this is what's happening. Wow. Traditionally, violating bans like this would not land someone a jail sentence. You don't throw a grocer in jail for handing a customer a plastic bag filled with plastic straws. They get warnings and fines but not jail. Yet when one's goal is driven by a cult-like environmentalist movement, one is more willing to go to extremes. The ban would apply to both government entities and private contractors working for the government. 
though Whalen, the the uh, deranged legislator, though Whalen blames leaf blowers and other small tools for destroying the planet. <laughs> it, so it's not just leaf blowers, Joe. It's all gas powered. It's all small equipment. tools. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, her legislation exempts all government agencies or contractors working for the government from adhering to the ban under emergency circumstances. So I'm seeing a 59 Pontiac ambulance hearse racing to the state capitol where there's a pile of leaves that have to be removed. And the only thing available is a gas-powered leaf blower. So they open the rear doors of the 1959 Pontiac ambulance. They all put on their hazmat suits and their masks, and they blow the leaves away. Here's my scenario playing out in my head. The top blows off Mount Rainier. Yeah. Just gone. Yeah. All the ashes fall in Seattle. People are being arrested left and right for using gas right, right, blowers right. and equipment. These are some really, really <laughs> empty-souled and empty-minded people. They they really have missed out on growing up. They've missed out on a great deal of wisdom and <clears throat> reasoning and history and logic. They are. Uh, they're just uh, corrupted ideologically. They're just, you know what they are? They're just effed up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the good yeah. summary. They're just effed good up. Good summary. <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of GLers out in Seattle and Washington. You'd think that, you know, when we talk about places like that, that every single one of the residents are insane. But it's not the case. Well, of course not. It's like up in Ely in the Iron Range. You know, it's a mix. Unfortunately, the wackos get all the airtime. The Democrats argue the legislation should be viewed through what kind of lens? An equity lens. What in God's name does... An equity lens. Makes everything equal? Even though the ban would have a disproportionate impact on Latino and black business owners or or Mexicans who might be in the lawn care business. Where's the equity? 22.8% of landscaping companies in the United States are owned by Hispanics. So let's just, who cares about them? Let's take their leaf blower away. Yes, you in the back. An equity lens is a tool for for use in processes like onboarding, hiring, and performance evaluation. Joe, it is simply a set of questions that are asked and answered to ensure that a given process deliberately reflects espoused values, surfaces, and minimizes the negative impact of bias. That's an equity lens. <laughs> I tuned that out. Sorry, Chris. No, that just no got, it's so irritating that it just, <laughs> but um, you know my what? brain just stopped listening. How, how perfect is this, though, gentlemen? You know, when you Google something, it'll give you the top, after the definition, it'll give you the 10 things of where it's most commonly found. Rook. Every single one of them is a university Rook. website. Yeah. Look up he didn't hear a word State of that. Washington. Look up State Representative Amy Whalen, W-A-L-E-N. She's from Kirkland, Kirkland, Washington. What possible background can she have to to ease our concern? There's a a very good biography of a rook on housedemocrats.wa, if you haven't found it. 
Well, go ahead, John. Well, it just she was she's a former mayor of Kirkland. She was All the right. mayor of Kirkland for five years. Her additional accomplishments at the city include environmental protections, developing the Cross Kirkland Corridor, gun safety reforms, and proclaiming Kirkland's commitment as a welcoming, safe, and inclusive community. She was born in Oregon, studied and practiced law in Australia. She's before, a lawyer. That doesn't help. Before moving to Kirkland in 2005 with her husband, Jim, they own and operate a successful local auto business. Uh, she has a consistent record of successfully leading complex organizations through change, serving as chief financial officer for companies with annual revenue exceeding $150 million for nearly 20 years. An auto business? That's exactly mm -hmm. what I was going to say. An auto business? Like repair or dealership? House divided. He's the uh, he's the primitive <laughs> common he's sense guy. How yes. old is how old is she? Fifty five. Fifty five. She's old 55. enough to know better, but she's one of those prematurely gray haired fifty five year old fruitcakes. She that actually picture her. She has dark hair. They have kids. <laughs> her Joe. Her uh, bankroll. The money in the bank has been create is there due to gas. Powered automobiles. Right. They have a car. <laughs> her entire uh, life. Could, could you guys make, John, make an attempt gotta, to find the car business, please? Yeah, okay, sure. She, the other thing, she's a proud stepmother of three and legal guardian to her nephew. Okay, good for her. So, uh, no, find stuff we can criticize her about. Don't right. don't tell us the right. good it's, stuff. It's, yeah, so far, what the hell? There's doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Working with a leaf blower, in case you didn't uh, know what that was like. Seattle, uh, Amy, Go ahead, John. Amy Wallen, manager, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Uh, Linwood, so, Linwood Auto Sports. They got a whole Chrysler dealership. So, they're, they're entire, they're selling they're Jeeps entire, to go and rent the woods. I, I'm sorry. They're also sabotaging themselves. Also Hyundai. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Hyundai of Seattle, manager. Throw on the Hyundai well, Who's well. the manager, John? She is. Amy. Says she's the manager there. Amy Whalen, W A L E N. That's correct. She's the same person who is a state representative. At, uh, <laughs> this is. Before that, uh, she worked as chief financial officer for almost, uh, let's see, 13 years at Ford Hyundai of Kirkland. So I'm guessing the, that's also family owned, right? Sure. And then she was a controller at courtesy Ford in Portland from 1999 to 2005. So, so okay. Wait, Joe, wait a minute. Joe, 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 Dodge Charger, <laughs> Dodge Challenger, Hemi Dodge Hellcat. Hellcat. <laughs> wait, 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 check this out. You burned. You I'm mean to tell me. Ass of my <laughs> you mean to tell me uh, that a woman who's put 10,000 cars on the road oh, is bitching word. about some poor Mexican's leaf blower. Ford oh. of Kirkland has become the Ford Hyundai of Kirkland, the largest volume retailers for Ford and Hyundai in the <laughs> state of Washington. F3, F3. <laughs> this is on the caller up. Rook, find a number. Call and her up. Call her up. All right. How oh, can you, no. Amy, how do you reconcile your irritation with a little teeny leaf blower <laughs> while you're selling me a Dodge Hellcat? <laughs> Which is just an awesome vehicle. 800 horse power amy <laughs> you <God>. moron <laughs> oh my god you this gets better and better if only we weren't at war this would be so funny oh man 
So one of you two quit look her. She has an up. email address, but she doesn't give a phone uh, number. Email. Remember the can, I'll send it. Remember to the you. Viper suitch? Huh? The Viper. Viper. <laughs> yeah, here's I got her number. Jeep. You, you we'll got make it. vehicles yeah. that'll climb right to the top of Mount Penatubo. <laughs> yeah. You can drive it to the North Pole. <laughs> Unbelievable! believable it is amazing what we trip over it just really is uh well if you have a dodge hellcat keep it in the garage with a garage door a perfected tune and installed by precision garage door of the twin cities in western wisconsin they're growing they're successful they need new members for their team they need garage door installers and garage door technicians and warehouse associates they pay well they have great benefits people love them because they're competent and they compensate excellent work uh i keep talking about the telephone closet i'll stop that because that confuses too many of you just put their telephone number where you keep your numbers of your guys all right you got guys for everything these are your garage door guys. You get a guy, but it's really the whole family. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities. Uh, don't charge more for weekends. They keep you uh, apprised of what they're doing with text messaging. It's it's a great operation. Call Precision Door. Precision garage door of the Twin Cities at 612-263-6200. Or make your appointment at PrecisionDoorMN.com. North American Banking Company. If you are looking at making a switch from your big national bank, I cannot recommend them highly enough. They are locally owned and operated. They also care about you, your family, and your business. Here's why it's important to keep this in mind that they're locally owned and operated. This means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities so people get their answers quickly. So this helps business owners solve problems and expand their business with confidence. Six locations to serve you. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. They first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, that has not. So do this right now. Go online, nabankco.com. They offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. Check them out, nabankco.com to learn more. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Don't you ever... Ever again, yes. call me a creature of habit. Why? It's almost the same time every day. You have to go through this Routine. science experiment with your little drinks. I, I drink it up. Jeez. Wasn't that a great incense? I would have been a great priest. Oh, three, gotta, it's got to be three times. Yeah, it's got to be three times, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, Patrick's Boy. ready. Would you have been a good priest, Kenny? Who emailed uh, Amy Whaley? I'm going to call her when we're done with well, that. I don't think you should say that. Yeah, way too many lines uh, fit in that. Uh, hey, now. <laughs> hey three now. Snicker bars and a can of Coke. <laughs> three <laughs> Snicker bars and a can of Coke. Okay. Uh, you ready to rock? Short right, visit with Pat. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. We'll just go right to him. I already did an ad. Well, we need music. 
How do you spell that? Is that with one K or two? Yeah, we need music. Hey, Pat. Yes, Joe. Before you say anything else, let me uh, say to Johnny Tower, his boys put on a mighty good display against number seven ranked Marquette. That was fun. I watched this dang near the whole second. So did I. Yeah. They had it close for a couple of times, man. They were bombing in some threes. Yep. And uh, you know what they had on those threes? The quick trigger. They knew they had to uh, – Marquette's really good defensively, and they knew they had to shoot it as soon as they caught it. Yep. And uh, they made some uh, terrific threes. How do you like that uh, guard, uh, the big muscular guard? He's from St. Mary's. He was the MIC player of the year. He had a year left of eligibility transferred. He's a bull, isn't he? Yes. Man, yes. He could they this. could they beat the Gophers? Oh, they give him a game. I don't know. The Gophers are big, you know. The yeah. Gophers have, uh, have have two guys that are really hard on the boards, but they give him a game, and there's no reason not to play him. For goodness' sake, you know they always say, "What's the advantage for the Gophers?" And I say. People, right? You wouldn't have thirty five hundred watching like you did the other night against Ooey Pooey. Well, let me ask a better question: How did this game come about, St. Thomas at Marquette? Uh, well, Marquette plays the hard schedule, but they all look for uh, you know lower, you know lower rated teams that they that they think they're going to have an easy time against. Although, did you see the quote from Shaka? No. Before the game, he said he told us they just beat Notre Dame. You know, like. 15 or 20. Yeah. And he told his players, he said, we're playing a better team tonight than we did last game. Wow. So, a, Notre Dame must be hurting, but B, uh, yeah, they played great. It was, uh, it was really fun. I, I texted back and forth with John on the way back, uh, here they, because they busted back after the game last night, probably had a sandwich and headed on home. Yeah. And, uh, and they were, uh, he was, uh, he was, uh, ha- very happy. And, you know, there was a call there when they were only two points down and, uh, the, the, the guy kind of set up a blind block to get a charging foul. Yeah. And if that had been division three MIAC, they would have called that charge in a, in a moment, but they went with the, uh, you know, you didn't give the guy a step before he ran over you, but they could have gotten that charge right there. They could have went down and gotten the hand. Well, whoever was, was calling the game said, you don't get that call with the, no time left and you're on the road. You're just not going to get that call. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, yeah. The guy calling the the guy, uh, the guy doing the uh, broadcast. Yeah. That, yeah. And he was probably right. Do they yeah. play their games where the Bucks play? I think. They use them both, but I, I that was I think that was the Bucks Arena, yeah. I, I think, think it was, was. The main arena. Yeah, Fiserv or whatever it is. I, I think that was the old one is still there. But you know who uses that one? The University of Wisconsin Milwaukee uses oh. that one. I think Mar I think Marquette plays in the big arena. Saint so, Thomas uh, last played Marquette, I'm told, in nineteen seventy seven. Yes. And in nineteen fifty seven they defeated Marquette. Wow. They, uh, now, I don't know what Marquette's basketball status was then, but uh, one of the players on that team is a guy who's uh, still kicking, and Johnny talked to him. Bob Gallivan was one of the players on that team. I think he's a younger brother of Pat. Really? And, uh, and uh, he's still uh, he's still around, and uh, 
John Johnny told me he talked to him last week. So uh, and they were about how they'd uh, they went down there and won. And uh, I, I don't know what uh, the old Milwaukee Auditorium was built by then, but I, I don't know if that's where they played then or in some small little gym or something. But yeah, they'd uh, they played them when they were you know Marquette was was. What back then, I don't even know what they called it. College, St. Thomas was college division and Marquette was university. Well, in 77, though, Marquette with McGuire, they were on top of the world. Oh, yeah, Didn't they, they win the title that year? That might have been the year they won it. Yeah, yeah. They were 77 or 8, one of those years. And, uh, yeah, they were ranked like top 10 or something like that. So you want a neat stat on your Timberwolves? What's that? They have yet to lose two games in a row. Yes, that is good. And you know, another neat stat, Ant, our superstar, goes three for 19, and they win the game yeah. walking away. Yeah. Unbelievable. Nas. 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 Came back. Nas came back and played uh, great. He played fantastic. So, uh, yeah, that was a nice win. And despite the turmoil, turmoil our Wild win another one. That's right. They won the shootout. What is we the controversy? Turmoil. What do you think uh, Garen did to yell at somebody? That's what you do in hockey. You yell at him. Yeah, uh, this was, uh, I, I know the kid, Andrew Hyatt, he used to work at, his name was used in the athletics. So I guess it was, uh, he's a good kid, but he's like their traveling secretary. Yeah. And I'm sure the plane was late. Yeah. Or something. Or, and I'm sure Bill might have made a stop somewhere on the way while he was killing time. And uh, I, I don't know anything, but. Uh, I, I would guess that uh, maybe he, uh, uh, you know, reamed him out with numerous profanities. So what? Name, I guess. <laughs> it's well, hockey. Maybe it, had, maybe it had happened too frequently. Okay. I don't know. Huh. He's a good I, kid. Oh, Andrew worked for the Twins. I knew him. He's a nice guy. So it must have been, must have been over the top, to say the least. But why? that still doesn't tell us why the other guy got run out. Yeah, I don't know why the yeah we don't we know anything about him. But the good thing is, you can go on Twitter and you can hear a hundred theories on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These these people are they all know what's what 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 it's about, even though nobody does. So yeah, that's why I won't go on Twitter. Well, I was going to say if this was an issue, the Wild would have fired Bruce Boudreau after about six minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Or any baseball manager worth his salt. That's right. You ever seen a video of Jim Leyland bitching at uh, what, Pat? I was going to say, how long would a Ronnie Carone last? (laughs) (laughs) Or Jim Leyland talking to uh, Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds at spring training, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 right. And Barry Bonds loved him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, did uh, I haven't watched it yet, but there's a George Brett documentary floating around. (laughs) <laughs> on Netflix, I wonder if they use. There's the only one story we need from him. We don't need that, Chris. <laughs> We've heard it a million times. See, Pat, speaking of getting yelled at with the F word, I'm no longer <laughs> to play audio on the show that's more than well, six play, seconds we've old. We've played that 50 Pat, times. Pat, the best what? part about that story is how the baseball players in the background that were surrounding him were trying to ignore him, and he just kept talking and talking. <laughs> the best part was after this, and then his yeah soliloquy on him trying to keep himself from together, his pants yeah, and, together, and, and, and 
in Las Vegas. Who's pitching today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went out and had a great meal, just a great meal. I had to go to the bathroom. No, bathroom. that's enough. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It does conclude with him saying, who's pitching hey, today? who's pitching today? Who's pitching today? They're just in the background. They're just throwing the ball back and forth. Right? Not to hear what he's saying. Oh. Here they are. Here he is, young man. One of the five greatest hitters of our lifetime. <laughs> and he's got a little advice to give you. Don't eat crab legs. You know what that means? Even though he was a great guy and a great player, he's still just one of us. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Good for two of those a year. Yep. Yeah. Well, he At got least. married late. Yeah. He got married late. And according to legend, there were a lot of tryouts before he did that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of odd. A lot of audition. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you Monday. All right. See you. Goodbye. Thank you. Oh, my God. There was a lot of tryouts, he says. Okay. Hi. How are you? Went to St. Thomas. Actually. Brett's kid went to St. Thomas. Before I do the break, Rook. Yeah. Let's do this. Give me a zero res. <laughs> Um, is the is the auction ended? John, what were the you doing? Starts oh. today. Never mind. Are you what? ready? Doesn't the new one start today? The new what? The new auction? No. Oh. Is there a new one? <laughs> no, no, there's not. not. What in the world were they talking about with the wild? You guys, Billy Garen, there's a uh, there's a dis- is it a discrimination? There's no. Background to that. There's an athletic story about him being uh, a little mean behind the scenes, apparently. To the players? To staff. Do you know Garen? Oh, well, to non women, is he? To no, non players? So. Yeah, to, to oh, staff. You got to be good to the help. Yeah. Oh. You ready, Rook? Yeah. Rolling. Zero res is going to clean those carpets up. If you still have those Thanksgiving stains that you can't get out with your own home remedy, Stop fooling around with DIY. Call the experts at Zero Res. It's safe. It's effective. They've got a 4.9 rating on Google, over 17,000 reviews, and they back it up with the Zero Res Gotta Love It Guarantee. The Zero Res absolutely stands behind every cleaning. Call them today and get on their schedule. I don't know if you can get in by Christmas because they're going to be really busy. But Zero Res, the telephone number 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, and ask them about the GL Rookie Special. You get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just 129 bucks. And while they're there, what about your air ducts? There's all sorts of stuff, dander, dirt. This month, take 75 bucks off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. Call Zero Res with my great voice, 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z, or go online with my great voice at ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie Garage Logic special. You got to say my name to get the deal. Spell it forwards or backwards. My name is not spelled the same forward or backwards. That's Zero Res, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. My voice, spelled forwards or backwards, sounds just this cool. So call Zero Res today. Thank you. Zero Res. You do have the pipes. I don't know why. Did anyone call our gal? Uh, okay. Yeah, a line. She called Patrick. She okay, has to go, go after sports. Hey, are, are we going to do food? Yeah, but get her on the there's, line. Break into the There's a the house is coming on. There's, call there's Amy some... Whalen. 
other interesting stuff about her too. She was the lobbyist for the Washington State Auto Dealers Association, and she managed to carve out a capital gains tax break for uh, dealers in Washington oh State when she God. was lobbyist. The hypocrisy is, is flowing. Oh, it's a river. Is she a Democrat? She's yes, got to be a she Democrat. She is a Democrat, yes. yes. Uh, there, there's also a long story about her when she first got into legislature and how she thinks businesses and the government can work together to make things better for everyone. Chris, so, have you called? Um, why don't we get Joe, back into Maybe news. you should just we'll, we'll get back into the program a little bit. Just program. You're kind of you're, at, you're like a spinal tap. No, you're at eleven. Ease it down. Just wouldn't bit. it be good to call her? Well, I think it'd be better if Matthew went to the other room and called us as her. <laughs> okay. Hi, this is Amy. In his regular voice. What we'll Hi, do. this is Amy. Yes, yes. This I'm, is trans. Amy. I'm trans. We'll, we'll, we'll Have, get uh, back into the program. Yeah. And while we get back into the program, yeah. after Kenny finishes his uh, Maple Grove ad, yeah. I will call Amy. Everybody's talking. And I will um, inform her as to who I am. Okay. And who if she'd you? like to join the program. Yeah. I'm bad. Reavers. If, I'm assuming she's not going to answer. Sure. I am Reavers. Okay. So that's what. <laughs> Tell her you uh, interview so she should get ready because we are going to. Right. Have you guys seen uh, Back to the Managers, if you don't mind, the Wally Backman one? Yes. Uh, speech. Very I watched yeah, it last yeah, night. I, yeah. I could not stop laughing. Yeah. Every other word was an Effenheimer. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wally should have been a hockey coach. Oh, God, that was funny. Yeah. Now, baseball managers are as good as hockey coaches. That's true. Especially backup first base coaches for town baseball teams. Right. They know what they're doing. Can we go here? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> here we go now. You ready, Ken? Here we go now. No. Okay. Oops. You know what I forgot to do? Mm. I forgot to pull up a pump. See if Dylan height. Here we go. I can't find the end of the world. I wish I did. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Is that a new song? Is that a new liner? Oh, good stuff there, boys. No, we've had this before. Oh, really? <laughs> Sarcasm wasted on much of America. Yes. Uh, let's face it, peace on earth ain't gonna happen, but peace of mind, that can be yours with this 12% off all Liberty Safe products sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe. You'll get peace of mind knowing that your goodies are always protected with the best safe ever made right here in the United States. Best fire protection available on the planet. Transferable lifetime warranties. That's a big deal. And of course, from Rich, the owner there, professional delivery and installation always available Hop on to maplegrovelockandsafe.com, then give old Santa Rich a ring on the wireless if you have any further questions. Uh, he wants me to give out his phone number. Uh, I don't I don't get it. That, But I'm going to do it, 763-494-9075. See, I would suggest you just stop into Maple Grove, the, uh, the showroom there, 6901 East Fish Lake Road, and pester Rich in person with your many, many Liberty Safe questions and protect what matters the most, your valuables. And you can actually give a great gift with a safe this holiday season. But hurry up, this 12% off deal, this ain't going to last forever, pal. MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. 
Here is John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, update to a story. We spent a lot of time talking about uh uh, we now have what uh, the final version, I guess, of this story is. Seven weeks after a Hennepin County judge rejected a plea deal for a man charged in a deadly 2019 shooting in northeast Minneapolis, a new judgment has been entered. Yesterday morning, 20-year-old Hussein Braveheart was back in court to talk about how to proceed with his case after Judge Michael Burns refused to approve a plea deal that would have allowed Braveheart to avoid jail time back in October. The Hennepin County Attorney's Office says it accepted a new deal from Braveheart's lawyer that calls for him to plead guilty to attempted first-degree assault, a presumed sentence of four and a half years. However, he'd also get credit for the more than 1,600 days already served, which covers all of that prison time. Braveheart, who was 15 at the time of the shooting, charged with aiding and abetting second-degree murder and the killing of 39-year-old Stephen Markey. After the hearing yesterday, Judge Burns signed off on the deal and sentenced Braveheart accordingly, so he will not have to serve any more time. Family members of Markey reacted with dismay after the hearing. Susan Markey, Stephen's sister, said, obviously it's an outcome our family is upset about. It isn't commensurate for the crime. Susan pointed out that during Thursday's hearing, the judge actually commented saying he wasn't really in favor of the outcome either. Uh, Mary Moriarty yesterday released a statement after all of this happened, said, our job is a difficult one. It's to hold people accountable, protect public safety, and achieve a fair and just result. We believe that we have reached that balance in this case. We know some will agree and others will not. Mr. Braveheart. I'm in the not category. Yeah, I think uh, probably most of us are, yeah. you know, I would guess. Well, um, the voters of Hennepin County got what they deserved. They how can she honestly say that with a straight face? Yeah. She's uh, a mysterian. And, John, do you have the part where the family says she violated some terms uh, by um, not giving not the family giving, timely yeah. notice of the plea deal offers? I don't have that. I was going to mention that the family said they were never notified of any of this. Uh, meanwhile, the, the office uh, is saying something other, but even what they're saying sounds like they basically did not let the family know what was going to happen through any of this, which they were supposed to do according to the agreement. So uh, uh, Braveheart still has hearings in two aggravated robbery cases scheduled and is being held on bail pending a resolution of those cases. The other teen charged in the death of Marky, Jared Osmond, already has been sentenced to just over 21 years in prison. Let me ask you an absurd question. I think I know the answer. Can the governor or the attorney general remove her? Do they have the right? Uh, no, because it's uh, it's just... Like Freeman told me, they're, they're elected. They're an elected official. It's the voters yep. that can knock yeah, them out. You'd have to start a recall petition. No. Yeah, I think how you'd have to do it. And it would be tied up in oh, courts Plus, forever. neither the governor or uh, what's his name? Who's the attorney, attorney general? general. Uh, uh, they're not going to remove her. Yeah. A voicemail has been placed. Thank you. Yep. From the uh, Pioneer Press. Joe, your paper, Anderson Corp. Employees got good news this week, just in time for the holidays. The Bayport-based window and door manufacturer announcing it'll pay out $54.4 million to eligible employees as part of the company's annual profit-sharing program. That means eligible employees will get about $4,400 apiece. 
This year's payout was a 33% increase over 2022 when the company distributed $41.5 million. A privately held Anderson, which had issued profit-sharing payments since 1914, did suspend the program in 2008 but revived it in 2014 under a slightly different model. Anderson officials also announced yesterday the company and its related corporate foundation donated about $4.4 million in 2023 to nonprofits working in the areas of housing, education, hunger, and healthcare in communities where Anderson employees live and work. It's an annual story. It must be a hell of a company to work for. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. A St. Paul teen who Michael uh, Brazel tried to stop from rummaging through his wife's car before he was fatally shot was sentenced to 15 years in prison yesterday for his role in the killing. 18-year-old Ta Mla had pleaded guilty to aiding and abetting second-degree unintentional murder in connection with the May 6th killing of Brazil, a 44-year-old husband, father of two boys, and a youth hockey coach who was shot by Mla's friend, Klee Swee. In exchange for the plea, a charge of second-degree murder with intent was dismissed Thursday. Yes, sir. Let's look at this case through the lens of the of the ideological war we're engaged in. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Brazel's role, if we are to live in chaos and anarchy, would have been to do absolutely nothing upon discovering this criminal rifling through the car. Mm -hmm. The war is being fought by the defenders of the criminal who believe that he should not have been Uh, questioned about his behavior, and Brazel should not have confronted him. That, okay, under those guidelines, you have no civilization. Mm. You have no guardrails. You have no rules or regulations. You have no moral or ethical foundation on which to base your actions. But the world that the Mysterians would be taking us is that world. If you walk outside and your car is being rummaged through, Hmm. you had best not do anything. That's his right to be able to rummage through your car. Well, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, it could be his right. It's his prerogative, whatever. Your role at that point is you have to accept that because he is an oppressed person. And there is no right or wrong for his behavior. He's oppressed. So, therefore, your job is to back up, walk backwards, return to the house, and then see what's left of your car when he's done with it. That's the civilization, and it isn't a civilization. That's the the lifestyle that these failed academy people and the rest would bring about. That's what they would bring about. I can't accept that. And you would bring about a 50-year-old guy in the in the swimming uh, locker room prior to the 8-year-old girls having a competition. That's the world they would bring about. It's not a world we want, and that's why we're uh, fighting it. This went down in Ramsey County? No, this was right over in St. Anthony Park. Yeah, Ramsey County. Yeah. So in both cases, Hennepin and Ramsey, the prosecutors, the county prosecutors, are actually working for the defense team. Uh, now, Cleese, we got 25. Well, yeah, I was going to say in this case, I don't, yeah. I think there was fight back on every, in every respect, wasn't yeah. it? Good. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good. So I, I think it, it didn't work out, obviously, because the poor man lost his life. But, uh, 
But, you know, rather than you can see where it's going, though, he didn't get life in prison. No, no. He got 25 years with time served and probably, a, uh, you know, parole with good time. I served. think, wasn't it 17 and a half years, I think, yeah. he could get parole. And he'll be a young like guy. In the meantime, she's but, and her boys are out of mm -hmm. husband. Yeah. But if it would have happened in Hennepin County, he'd be walking around right now oh, doing God, more, yes. more God, crimes. Yes. That's would, what the war is, people. Yeah, never mind. I don't want. To, I was going to say, who, in see, in my view, if somebody does something like this, they should just go to life for prison. Absolutely, uh, for, to prison for life. I'm sorry. I, absolutely. So, well, why doesn't that happen? Because you have legislatively <laughs> created sentencing guidelines. Yeah, that many of which are being driven by the mystery. It's unfortunate. How long before frontier justice starts making a reappearance? Uh, it, it, I, I can't uh, advocate it or condone it, but it's not going to surprise me in the least. Yeah, I, I, I predict we're going to start seeing more and more of it. Parents, grandparents, whoever. Okay, you know. let's say Brazel confronts this kid. Mm -hmm. The kid's got a gun. Or the other kid did. Whichever one has a gun, and it's pointed at Brazel. What if Brazel's neighbor came out? He's got a gun, aimed at the kid, says, drop it. And the kid doesn't, turns to point the gun at the neighbor, and the neighbor shoots him. How much yeah. trouble is the neighbor in? No, the neighbor, according to everything I know, the neighbor is okay. You have to be afraid for your life. The part that scares me that might be sketchy is the coming out coming out of the house right. with the firearm. Well, see, I don't see, know how that's going to play well, out. See, right. you're supposed to take it. You're supposed to just right. stay in the house right. and take it. B as right. B as, yeah. as an S. As a matter of fact, that's what we're taught. Um, if somebody's breaking into your garage and you're watching yeah. from your house, stay in your house, I, don't confront them. And I think that's wise counsel. You don't want to kill anybody. If they want to get in my garage, well, my garage, so I'd probably have to kill them. And is there, there's something yeah, about yeah, a threshold. Yeah. The, there's a joke about the threshold. Um, and uh, the joke I've heard among my friends as well, shoot them in the backyard, drag them in the house. Drag them in the house, sure. Yeah. I've heard that, yeah. Which, you know, is a ridiculous joke, but whatever. Right. Uh, it's the story that never ends. Officials meeting today to discuss modifications on submissions for the next Minnesota state flag. The state emblems resign commission, no, resign. Re state emblems resign commission and graphic designers are meeting in St. Paul until five this afternoon to create more mock-ups of flag designs based on changes approved by the commission Tuesday night. At Tuesday's meeting, officials landed on three submissions as contenders for the next flag. Alterations to the flag submissions could include changes to the colors to the line weights and the star designs. The state emblems redesign commission was established to adopt a new design for the official state seal and a new design for the official state flag no later than about two weeks from now, January 1st, 2024. Well, John, what they're wrestling with is the realization that they have nothing and they're trying to have something. But the more I think about it, nothing is the perfect flag. Meaninglessness is the perfect flag. This state has never been more splintered. So. This state has never, never been more ununified. This state is a mess. And you can go and give me, uh, you know, a flag with unicorns and birthday balloons. That's just fine. <laughs> That's all this is. So let's take it to a national level, shall we? Okay. Let's play everybody's favorite new game in GL. 
What in God's name are they talking about? Let's play that game. I give you your president, yes. Joe Biden. All right. Taxpayers already are chipping in, making paying a lot of money for that here at NIH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find a- a- answers to drug problems, to, to drugs, for with the use of drugs for health problems. Um. Oh, he's talking about. Come on, you can do it. The, the climate. Pharmaceutical companies and doctors trying to come up with drugs to cure illnesses. Johnny right? Hyde. Johnny Hyde. <laughs> Wait, are chipping in, making, paying a lot of money for that here at NIH to get these brilliant scientists to go out and find cures, find a- a- answers to drug problems. That's a part drugs, of the With the use of drugs for health problems. Mm-hmm. But to do a callback, he does have the Bush squint going on, too, when he's trying to figure it out. Joe, it really reminds me of my grandpa back in 98 when he himself was about 98. And he'd say something like that. And my response would be, uh, can I get you a glass of water, grandpa? You know, know, it's just because it's just gibberish coming from grandpa. You know, how you you tell him? Yeah. Are you warm? Can I cover you up with that blanket? I never knew a grandfather. I wish I would have. Oh. Sorry. Back to this fun. flag thing. Don't you feel that I'm hurt by that? I'm sorry. I'm to not really. I, did. I, I did didn't either. Know? I'm with Joe. Joe and I are going to start a club. I never yeah, knew. Both said, I don't know. They died young. I guess. Yeah, mine too. I knew them both, and both of them were missing fingers. That's the <laughs> I had. They were just awesome. Uh, back to this flag thing. You know who's happy about all of this? Our guys at Alamo Flag yeah. down in Burnsville. Are they selling right? out. I actually took a while to get mine. I think they had to wait for new stock to arrive. I got two in the mail. Mine have come. I got one for a kid and one for me. The jail flag? No, the uh, state flag. I found out yesterday uh, that the roommate, she goes, was that box a flag? You know, I got you a flag for Christmas, right? Oh, no. (laughs) I do have two Minnesota flags. Did she get you a Minnesota flag for Christmas? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can't have too many. They're going to be collector's items. Yep. Uh, I think we're supposed to take a break now. Is that correct, Chris? Yeah, or why we, not? Are we done okay, with the news? Was, yeah, we're we got, done. We got more news? No? No more no, news? No, we're done. We got other stuff. I, I got a lot of news. I sat here for two hours right now. What do you got, then? Morning. We'll come back with some news. Well, yeah, oh. That's fine. Do you want me to hit that? I just want to show passive-aggressive, John. Just do another story. I just want to give you guys static. You know, come on. Well, why did John introduce the idea of taking a break? Keep talking. Give me a kicker. Let's go here. Huh? What do you got? Yeah. I, I got no. Uh, how about, uh, let's see, Jeff Bezos. Did you see Jeff? I he like we're Jeff. All, we're all going to live in space, apparently. No, I don't like Jeff. Uh, he said he's the guy, fella who uh, started Amazon, of course, and is worth $172 billion. In an interview with podcaster Lex Friedman, uh, he rejected the idea that humans should colonize other planets, saying he thinks building space colonies is the only way to achieve such population growth. So he says everybody will live in giant space stations. And he says if they want to take a vacation, they'll fly on back down to Earth to take their vacation. Do you think Bezos knows uh, what what uh, what day it is? What the optics are when he's got that Lawrence Sanchez around him? <laughs> Who's that? Probably not. His woman. Is she okay? Well, she's 
you know, built for one reason only, and and uh, it's all there. I mean, it's <laughs> what's what? worth losing half. <laughs> what, 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 I gave what up mean, like what building sixty billion for that ro- yeah. roofing or you know yeah she block laying carpenter yeah, yeah. roofing <laughs> carpenter. <laughs> My question is, if what did you say he's worth one bazillion dollars? One hundred and seventy-two billion. Why would you even talk to anybody? I would throw up the Howard Hughes fence and the gate and give everybody the big F you. Leave me alone. I'm rich. I don't want to talk to any of you losers. I'd, Shut still, up. I'd still text you. I'd, I'd walk among the people. Yeah. yeah I think I would. Tell you would. Yeah. I didn't say where. I just said <laughs> in Wyoming. Walk among the Wyoming. South like <laughs> no, he's got, I mean, she's uh, he's a dork. And and she's not a dork. Mm-hmm. That's a buy an island kind of money. I just buy an island. Buy an Nobody's island. allowed. Buy yeah, you could buy. Kind of yeah, you could buy more than one island with island. that money. He's probably got islands. That's nothing. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. He's got islands. You think he's got a pontoon? But I, I just nice pontoon. Yeah, I'm just know. the prospect of going on some idiot's podcast. Well, why? <laughs> why would you? What the hell? Yeah. Do you know who you're talking to? I'm Jeff bleeping Bezo Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going on your podcast. Go away. But Musk uh, would go on a podcast. Well, he can't get enough of himself. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't met a microphone he doesn't love. Or I'll a tell you mirror. what, that damn Amazon works, doesn't it? You order something and bing, bang, boom, it's yeah, there. It's you know? there. I'm no. like a month off from cardboard. Remember your sister and your wife's cousin? We had her on as a yeah, guest. Yeah. She wrote the book. Yeah. Uh, I ordered two different books off Amazon, and neither one of them have shown up. About painters? Yeah. Well, you should have talked to me first. I might have a couple of copies. Well, uh, <laughs> you, I might need one because they're not showing up because be Amazon doesn't work. Can't help you. You know, well, I think you were right originally. What? We, we probably should have taken it. Yeah, are we on the air right yeah, now? Are we? Yeah. I, don't yeah. know. I think we, I we, we are. We're at a break. Are we at a break? No. We are now. We are now. <laughs> I can never tell. <laughs> so you left a voicemail for this uh, nutcase Amy. in Washington. Amy. And it yeah. was her. It was her voice. She inter- identified herself in the voicemail. I should have called. It would have been a better voice. Hi, this is Rookie. <laughs> I think Please it's so great air. that she's in the auto business. Oh, I know you're word. coming on the air. Why do you have the pipes today? I don't know, Joe. Dan Levitan. Dan Levitan was a DJ in what movie? I don't know. Come on. It wouldn't be a movie, Matt, that I would be referencing. Good morning. America. <laughs> would you buy the CP Vietnam. for Christmas, yeah, Joe? Vietnam. What? Would you buy the CP for Christmas? Nothing. <laughs> Uh, we're in a need-based society, so when we need something, we just go and get it. We don't wait until the 25th of Christ's b- birthday. Huh? <laughs> My birthday is coming up, bro. Oh, that's right. right. You, know what she wants? you know what she wants, Matthew? Huh? She wants good kitchen knives or a pot or a pan. Here's the, the deal. Hell? If she that, needs a what? pot, she goes and gets one. Yeah, that's what I said. What's wrong I'm not with doing you? A pot. Go buy some knives. What the hell? I think I'd be in deep trouble if I bought her knives or I bought her a uh, oh a pan. No, I'll be a hero if I buy her a set of you know hundred dollar knives. I got her some WeatherTech floor mats one year. I thought that was pretty nice. Yeah, my the roommate would love that. Yeah, she likes that kind of crap. Did you get her a vacuum cleaner? Or was that Mother's Day? Uh, she ain't my mother. 
I don't buy vacuum. She buys vacuum cleaners. Why would I buy? I thought you bought her a vac- baby vacuum bags. No, did you lawn bags? A vacuum cleaner. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. I know every present I'm getting, and she knows every present she's getting. We don't do presents. We, we don't, don't exchange. Really, we presents. don't really do. Well, we, every year we say, okay, one, you know, buy me a book or something, and she buys me eight things. So then I have to I buy her eight things. The hell is? Tell you what, she's getting. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> No. 68 no. seconds of my finest work. Yeah, I'm, not even, I'm not even interested in that. Be a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 68 seconds. I think that uh, nobody needs anything. We're yes. lucky. Yes. Yeah. Take That's me about I'm three thinking. hours to work up to that 68 seconds, though. That's the problem. My interest <laughs> level is so... <laughs> it would, it would end, end with Gary Shandling saying, that wasn't good for anybody. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was, yeah. <laughs> we lost him too soon. I know. God, he was funny. Did he... Was that suicide? How'd he die? No, no he had a heart attack. Playing basketball. Oh, um, that's right. Robin Williams was suicide. Yeah, that's right. If you go watch, uh, what was the one where he was the late night talk show host? Larry God, Sanders. That, that is so show. damn funny still. Him yeah. and Rip, Rip Torn. And, uh, Why didn't it work? What? It did it work. It did work. It didn't have a very like long four, run. Did four, it? Four, oh, four years? Yeah, it was oh. more than that. Yeah, it was, six. Okay. I think, six seasons. Oh, okay. Looks like someone's working for UPS sporting the package. Sign here, and the package is all yours. <laughs> he How got about these short shorts on, and he goes, yeah. How about where they get Shatner on the phone, and they try to get him to make references to Klingons or something like that? <laughs> God. And uh, what's his name? Hey, now. <laughs> Oh, hey, oh, yeah. Hank. Hank. Oh, Jeffrey Tambor. Remember, he was Tambor. doing ads. He couldn't yeah. do the garden weasel. And he goes to Hank. And Hank says, It's an art. It's an art. Here for the gar- Larry for the garden weasel. <laughs> Why doesn't the garden weasel buy ad time on Garage Logic? I would endorse that. The garden we, weasel we is all. We know you would. Right? The garden weasel <laughs> is a fine piece a of thing? machinery. Yes. You'd endorse shoelaces. What kind? The best damn oh. shoelaces out there. You know what the, Hold the on. king, the king Chuck, he has his shoelaces ironed. Patrick had. What? Are you serious? An all timer relating to you and ads. This was oh god, a month or two ago. What did he say? The one where ah, Rook would endorse it. Remember the time this bastard damn near died of a heart attack with the whatever. The, oh yeah, you were endorsing some food deal. It was always a diet died. pill. And you're laying on the floor of the studio. You had pain. Oh, did I get the oh. ad in? Yeah, yeah I got the okay, ad yeah. in, but you were dying. That's all I cared about was getting the ad in. Yeah, <laughs> didn't they have to take out your spleen or uh, kidneys? Gallbladder. A left testicle. <laughs> it's the only time I ever worried about Rook. I saw him laying on the floor, and he looked miserable. Like, yeah, oh, that was, I said, probably Rook, should not have driven home. I said, Rook, that doesn't look okay. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing so. Did you heal up the minute you stopped taking that crap? I wasn't on it at that time. Well, what happened? I don't know. My gallbladder just went. My gallbladder was going gangrene. Yeah. And you know what? Every female in my family loves to point that out. They get they get a real buzz off of, hey, remember when dad's um, gallbladder was gangrene? And then Matthew goes, what, is this from the 1870s for crying out loud? That, uh, that yeah. can kill you because it almost happened to Lori, too. Hers was Give him some... Uh... 
mercury. Yeah. Make that go lead. right away. We ready? I drove myself to the hospital when I was having a heart attack so I could have a couple more cigarettes. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I knew I was going to be there a while. It's like the guy flying to uh, treatment who has just pours down a bunch of drinks, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be here a while. <laughs> I, read that, I read that Ringo Starr drank on his way to treatment because he had no idea where he was going. He didn't know what treatment was. Yeah. Then he got there and they say you're not drinking anymore. And he went, oh. Well, let me finish this off. Then. Yeah, yeah, let me went, finish this right drink. I'm going to run out to my car. <laughs> Here we go. Rolling. Joe Suchere, the keeper of common sense. You know what? Give yourself the gift of amazing water this holiday season. Hofferman Water, get on the schedule for that free water analysis today. 612-895-2440. That's their phone number. 612-895-2440. Have them come out and check your water. That free water analysis is key because they're going to be able to tell you what type of system that would improve your water. I went with the brand new water softener and the drinking water system. And I'm really glad that I did. Uh, it made an amazing difference in the quality of the water inside of my home. You get that new system, your showers are better, your laundry is better, and so, of course, is your drinking water. You can also visit them online at HoffermanWater.com. I've been a proud customer for years. You will be, too, if you decide to make the switch. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Joe, tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. <laughs> The people with whom we're at war want to change our lives, ruin them. They don't want us to eat meat. They don't want us to drive cars. Smoke. They don't want us to use leaf blowers. Smoke what's, cigarettes. What's they don't want us to smoke cigarettes. But reefer is okay. But now there's a new one. What? They don't want us to breathe. They've gone too oh, far. We must get something tough. about this immediately, immediately. Harumph. Uh We we have learned from the Daily Mail, which is a compendium of absolute BS, some of which is true. <laughs> but we learned from the Daily Mail that a new study, because you have to have a study, mm -hmm. claims that gases in air exhaled from human beings is fueled is fueling global warming. Well, that's just that's nature. Methane and nitrous oxide in the air we exhale makes up to 0.1% of the UK's greenhouse gas emissions, scientists say. And that's not even accounting for the gas we release from burps and flatulence. Ooh. Or emissions that come from our skin. Ooh. I didn't know we had that. Ooh. You know what this is? It's another reminder. These people don't like people. Did you give a figure 0.1%? Yeah. That's, that's, that's Dr. One, Nicholas one Cowan, ten, an atmospheric yeah. physicist yeah. at the UK Center for Ecology and Hydrology in Edinburgh, said exhaled human breath can contain small elevated concentrations of methane, CH4, and nitrous oxide, N20, both of which contribute to global warming. We would urge caution in the assumption that emissions from humans are negligible. What in the hell are we supposed to do about it? Not a thing we can do because I'm not going to stop breathing. Well, they would just as soon uh, yep. 
That's my that's my effing protest. <laughs> so what we what we have here is a situation where apparently we're not supposed to exist. But Joe, in this study, it's only breath. They haven't studied the flatus emissions. No, those are you would think would be more powerful and warmer and warmer <laughs> and longer. And they linger. I, uh, I, I don't want to read this. This is ridiculous. This is uh, we 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 can't breathe now. We're not. I would to encourage GLers if you're googling this, do what I did. Click on uh, a website called Outkick, which um, if you want to know where Outkick is coming from, here's the first paragraph of this story. In a wild twist, the climate change terrorist scumbags who like to scream about how they're saving the planet while they're spraying great works of art with their eco-friendly paint have been killing the planet by breathing in their day-to-day -day life. This right. this website is hilarious. Now, you know, Amy would go with this, even though she's a car dealer. She mm -hmm. probably thinks we shouldn't breathe. Uh, There's somebody at odds with herself, huh? Boy, I'll see. That's, God, I hope she gets a hold of us. You emailed her, right? Or you I left, left her a voice message. Yep. A foin. Foin. Just said that foin. she left a foin message. What's a foin message? The other day at uh, at the <laughs> airport, I was calling on a potential candidate to hire. Sure. And which um, scares the living hell out of me that you hire people. I know, and we have a part time and full time people. Yes. And I asked her if she wanted fart time. <laughs> Whoops. Instead of I did by it was accident. an accident. By accident. Are you looking for fart time? And uh I would be. Is that the part other, of the deal? The other people in the room thought that was rather funny and continued to point that out. Well, she'll probably go to human resources and sue you for insensitivity. Well, we, we hired her. So uh, I'd like to talk about my benefits. Yeah. My $17. What's a vacation time? Hey, we, for every 30 hours you work at IHS, you get one hour of paid time off. They're a really good company to work for. You should, you know, when you retire, you should come to work for me. So I'm reading further in this study. You know how these clowns like to blame meat eaters yeah. on, on the problem? Yeah. Well, according to their study, there's no difference between the vegetarian breathing and the meat eating. No, breathing. breathing's breathing. So breathing is breathing. Yeah. Don't breathe. Okay. Only, hey, they're on the move. The Lymans are on the move. They're at the now they're at the Tokuman International Airport, Panama City, Panama. They're working their way back to you, babe. Oh. Yeah. The traveling Lymans on this day. Joe, today is December 15th. In 1856, a Lyceum was organized in St. Paul. Does anyone know what a Lyceum is? Mm -mm. I don't. It's just a big meeting. A group it? of is it people that come together to discuss yeah. um uh, big topics of the day. Lice. I, I will accept. Uh, I will accept that. Thank you. They are cultural centers that sponsored lectures, classes, and other activities. Okay. All right. On this day, uh, 1864, four Minnesota regiments def helped defeat the Confederate Army of General John Bell Hood outside Nashville. Over the course of this two-day battle, the Minnesota losses, 302 killed, wounded, are missing, are the greatest the state suffered in any Civil War engagement. Mm. But, hey, let's go after their descendants and make sure you get some reparations let's out get of them. them. Let's go. On this day, <laughs> what did I just hear? <laughs> you heard a funny body noise. I don't know. Is I that a body noise? might have been me. I don't know. 
On this day, in, <laughs> not a lot gets by him. You know, he's right there. On this day, yeah. in 1887, the first issue of the Northfield Independent appeared. The newspaper's editor declared that it comes in its own independent way without first having asked leave to be, but intends to justify its being by filling a vacant journalistic place in this city and surrounding country. It will labor that the homes it is permitted to enter may be brighter and purer for its coming. Their burdens lightened, if possible, their industries ennobled. Wow. Boy, what an editor he was. No uh, kidding. Wow. Wasn't their tagline, let's be independent together? Yeah. But the, uh, but the uh, uh, a great fault of the people who put these things together, the editor's name is not mentioned. <laughs> so I don't Did know. Did he want it that way, possibly? And finally, on this day, December 15th, it, J, in 1892, J. Paul Getty was born in Minneapolis. An what? entrepreneur, he became a billionaire in the oil business. And that's back when a billion was a billion. It was a lot. And he bequeathed much of his fortune to the Getty Trust, a philanthropic organization that supports the visual arts. Isn't there a Getty Museum in L.A.? I believe there is. So there you have it. Uh, from a Lyceum opening to J. Paul Getty being born. Now, was his kid the one that got his ear cut off? Yes. He was kidnapped? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the endowment currently has $7.7 7 as it, of 2020. Is it in L.A.? Yes. Holy yeah. Holy. It sits up on a hill, and sometimes the wildfires get very close to it, but always manage, it always manages to survive. They probably have a sprinkler system. Probably, yeah. probably a good Fight point. Off. I, I'm very, very <laughs> glad that you were able to help me with that point because you are probably correct. Yeah, how do you keep the weeds from burning around it? You just, just get rid of them. They probably had a garden weasel to get rid of all those weeds. Jailers, don't, uh, don't use your leaf blower and go to jail on us. We need you, and we'll see you again Monday. Thank you. Don't forget. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, that's over. Yeah, that's done. Thanks to all out. of you that participated in the Garage Logic Holiday Online Auction. We appreciate that. What else, Rook? YouTube? YouTube, you're going to uh, subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. Super easy to do, and it's super free, so you don't have to worry about a thing. But if you want to be a member of the council, that'll cost you a little nickel or dime here 10 bucks a month or $100 for the entire year. And you, again, get to eavesdrop prior to the show, post show. And in between the breaks, when Rookie doesn't really know if we're on the air or not, that is at garagelogic.com. Who do you mean by Rookie? I would like to refer myself sometime in the third person, like okay. Herschel Walker did. All right. Chat up this weekend. Grazie. It's Fun Friday, and I'm checking out. <laughs> Did we, did we take a break? We forgot. Scramble. We forgot. Oh, shit. Oh, shoot. Shucks. Oh, dang it. Well, what am I supposed to do again? What ad? Oh, I need you to see what they want to do for zero res. Hey, go there's... back to the end of the show okay. and uh, <laughs> say, hey, wait a minute. We forgot to scramble. <laughs> they get a kick out of that. Just stick it in in the end. Yeah. Okay, you know. I'll do. And have Joe say something. 
Joe, say something. Something. Hmm? We need to scramble. John, thanks so much for pointing that out. Yeah. Sorry, now, now I feel bad, Chris. I'm sorry. Yeah, what yeah, moron, moron forgot to scramble? People Let's are go waiting. here. I, apo- I apologize, Chris. I if you sorry. were offended. You, FYI. You, you've gotten yelled at enough this week, Chris. I'm sorry. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. It uh, it eventually doesn't hurt anymore. Let me I just brought rookie <laughs> Eventually, your your skin just uh, thickens up. You don't you know you don't hear it anymore. I brought rookie and Reavers a, tr- a treat today. What? Oh yeah, a oh, homemade uh, nut cluster. Let's see if they have the same reaction that we did. What? Well, you said no. You said something else. You said nut goody. Well, I call it a nut goody, but it doesn't have nougat. No nougat. So that's why I said, well, it's it's really good. It was it was very I good. I think you have to call it a nut cluster. Because there's no yeah. nougat. Peanuts held together by uh, flavor-filled chocolate. Yeah. Huh. Did you plug in the scramble? Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> do you want to? Yeah. Is that you it? Need this I mean, stuff. We're kind of buzz killing out here, huh? Uh, well, we're not on the air. It's, uh, we're on the cuts. Are it we? Was, it was Jay Paul, or no, it was Gaddy's grandson. So I'm sure I'll have people send me that in an email. <laughs> You're wrong, John. I'm sorry. He yeah. did Gaddy live here all the time because the grandson was also born in Minneapolis. I don't know. I'm surprised by that. Yeah, yeah where did he live? Where would his house be? Yeah, John. I don't. I don't <laughs> all it says is the grandson was born in 1956 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Spent his childhood in Rome. I'm ready for you, Joe. His father was a... Getty was raised as a Methodist by his parents. His father was a devout Christian scientist. Both were strict teetotalers. <clears throat> I'm ready for you, Joe. Uh, a 55-year-old man... Yep. ...has no business... Yep. ...swimming... Yep. With teenage girls. Period. Then new sentence. Put him in jail. Okay. In the state of Washington. Yep. A car dealer. Who happens to be a legislator. Yep. Would put you in jail for using a leaf blower. Period. Okay. A car dealer? Question mark. Okay. Climate hysterians no longer want us to breathe. H y s hysteria t e r i a n s hysterians. Welcome against the square. Okay, <laughs> climate hysterians no longer want us to breathe. No longer. John Height. Do I have to come over and proofread that? No, you're good. Well, look at Johnny. Don't don't forget to send me new stories. I'm Johnny was married now, right now. Twenty three to twenty six. Twenty six to twenty eight. 28 to 32, and then 32 to 1936. What is he, Tom Cruise? And 39 to 1958. Wow. He got it right the last time, huh? He got around, yeah. Do you got John, uh, have you checked in with the Twin Cities radio people past and present Facebook page? Yeah. I have not. Why? 
Uh oh, I should. They had an update forty-seven minutes ago. We should we should sign off. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do have a question for Chris. So do you, Kenny? Brooke. I've got an yeah. I'm not going to say anything until we're right now. Okay. Bye, town council. Have a splendid See you weekend. Guys. Have a good weekend. <clears throat> hang on. Oh, hang on. <laughs>